SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Tuesday, August 23rd. I am Scott Wetzel sitting here right here on Sports Grid Radio taking your phone calls over the next 60 minutes, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Underwhelming night in Major League Baseball. Mr. Vegas remains on fire with our strikeout props. DeGrom wimps out. Brady's back. The obvious in Carolina. Even a nine-year-old knows the truth about the four-letter network. Four is better than two. Uh, there has to be more than this pool hole story that meets the eye in the Lions being, well, the Detroit Lions. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks coming over the next uh, fastest 60 minutes in Sports Grid Radio history. What's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Tuesday morning? A uh, sunny sky, a typical uh, um, uh, high humidity, just muggy, yucky type of day here on Long Island. But uh, a lot to get to over the next uh, 60 minutes. Uh, judge with a home run last night. Yes, network with the call. The Tony La Russa. Current skipper of the Chicago White Sox after another Chicago White Sox disappointing loss. Uh, I tell you, this AL Central just sucks. I mean, it is just horrible. To think anybody is going to come out of the American League outside of the Stankies or Astros. I, I mean, if there was a bet on FanDuel or BetMGM, now that we got a better relationship with them, um, I, I would be all over that. I, I don't know what it would be two to one, three to one. You know, you have so many other bullets, you have four other bullets. You could have Seattle, you could have Minnesota, you could have Cleveland, you could have Tampa Bay, maybe Toronto, maybe the White Sox, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Minnesota loses three out of four with uh, yesterday's game losing to Texas. Three out of four to the Rangers is bad enough, but then three out of four to the Rangers at home. You're trying to catch the Guardians, and you have a wimp team come into town. You just swept Kansas City. You think you have something rolling. Yeah, you want to lose one of the games, you can't win them all. Okay. Uh, Then you lose the second game, and then you lose the third game last night. That's just horrible. White Sox yesterday afternoon playing at Kansas City. You got to find a way to beat Kansas City. I mean, it's the Kansas City Royals, for goodness sakes. They have one of the worst records in baseball. 25 games under 500 at the yesterday's play. Play, and they blow that game. Nobody wants that division. Just, just, just nobody. The hot potato right now are the Guardians, but you know what? You know, they'll win three, four, five, six in a row or so, then they'll lose two, three, four, five, six in a row. Uh, and that's why you have a team that's uh, eight games over 500 in first place. Uh, if, if they were in the West or the East, uh, they would be eight, nine, ten games out, but it's the AL Central. And to think one of these teams is all of a sudden going to turn it around over the final month could happen, but um, yeah, LaRusse has got to be ready to pull his hair out. That team is a lot better than 62 and 60. I don't think it's great. I've mentioned this before. If you look at the last two seasons, their win-loss record against winning teams is horrible. They usually beat the snot out of lousy teams, but they have an under 500 record against winning teams. And they got away with that in a strike year two years ago. They got away with it last year, and they're, they're not getting away with it this year, even in that division. So I'm not surprised, really, uh, that they're better 
they're they're 500 team. I mean, they are literally a 500 team. 30 and 31 at home, 32 and 29 on the road. You know, the, the epitome of a 500 club just can't get out of its own shadow. You, you think they're going to be good, and, and and they're not. Stankies beat the Mets last night. Nice job. Uh, yeah, I, I you know. It's amazing. Uh, we give out our strikeout props, and we do a pretty good job on it, if, I, if we don't say so ourselves. But there was one yesterday that stood out, and that was the Max Scherzer strikeout line. You know, I have a pretty good idea what these numbers should be, and, and sometimes you like the over, sometimes you like the under, but, you know, the line makes sense. And then every once in a while, and I tell you this, we, we go over the stats, every once in a while, FanDuel will throw you a line in which the guy goes like 11-2 and two his last uh, 13 times as far as reaching that strikeout total, right? And you just scratch your head and say, why do they do that? You know, you wonder. And they did that yesterday with Scherzer. While FanDuel did bump it up to 7.5, a lot of the other sites kept it at 6.5. Little juice, but still 6.5. This guy has had 7 strikeouts. He gets 7 strikeouts in his sleep, for goodness sakes. And the Yankees are one of the worst teams in baseball right now. They can't hit their way out of a paper bag. So why would Max Scherzer be 6.5, right? It just didn't make any sense. But you see these lines, and you get so giddy over, oh my gosh, they made a mistake. Now, no, you know, as as, uh, my buddy Mark Lawrence always says, they, they don't make mistakes. Scott. They, they don't. They just don't. Um, and But you forget about that because you see that line, you hop all over it. Long story short, he ended up with three strikeouts. How did they know? I don't know. That I don't know. And I don't say that too often. I don't know how they knew, but boy, did they know. But we'll get to our strikeout props and more coming up. Ops Pick Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I didn't realize Pujols was a comedian as well as a good baseball player. Uh, he's working in the offseason, keeping his skills sharp. Okay, uh, Bailey, uh, Bally Sports Midwest uh, with the calls there. Montgomery, uh, thank you very much, Stanky fans, for throwing away a nice left-handed pitcher that's uh, thrown lights out since being acquired by the Cardinals for a broken-down outfielder role, by the way. Uh, Pujols with the uh, the home run, uh, Bally Sports Midwest as well. And then talking about working hard for 22 years. Home run number 693. What's the problem, Scott? Well, let's let's uh, why don't we delve into a little bit of Albert Pools here? And I'm gonna forget about you know we've already ripped him about you know leaving his uh, dying wife uh, you know with brain cancer so he can go to uh, you know spring training practice with the St. Louis Cardinals. God forbid he should be with your uh, your wife, albeit one that you're getting divorced from. But still, okay, he's got seven home runs in ten games, fourteen RBIs, seven home runs. All right, Scott, people, you know, home run hitters go through streaks. And that is true. He also, by the way, only needs 26 RBIs to tie Babe Ruth for second all-time. People are kind of forgetting about that. But he needs seven more now to reach 700 career home runs. That's the main milestone, right? To put that into perspective, seven home runs in 10 games. He had 17 home runs all of last year. The entire year, he only had 17, and now he's got seven in the month of August. 
To put that into further perspective, he had six home runs in all of two years ago. Six, albeit in that strike year. But still, 143 at-bats, he had six home runs, and now he's got seven in a week and a half. And that's when he was two years younger. To put that into further perspective, he had seven home runs this season, In 169 previous at-bats before hitting these seven home runs, in 31 at-bats, seven in 169, and all of a sudden he turns it on at the age of 75 in August when it's toughest to play because of the 150 degrees. I mean... If that doesn't stink of, uh, you know, I'm hanging around Alex Rodriguez, nothing does. I mean, the guy is uh, legitimately 42 years old, right? 42, 43, whatever he is. And, uh, you know, he hasn't been able to hit his way out of a paper bag for, for literally a couple of seasons. And now all of a sudden, as his career is winding down, 42, uh, he's got to go on a home run uh, rampage like this. Seven homers in 10 games, 31 at bat. I mean, come on. Listen, one of two things are happening. One, he's sticking needles in his ass and he's hanging around Alex Rodriguez. Or two, these veteran pitchers, as I told you yesterday, Drew Smiley, been in the league eight, nine years. Madison Bumgarner, been in the year you know, in the league forever. You know, Bumgarner grooves him two fastballs, home runs uh, over the weekend. Smiley last night. Um, you know, that was a close game, so I don't necessarily think he did that on purpose. But I told you yesterday, you're going to get these veteran pitchers who love Pujols, and they're going to challenge him. And they're not going to throw sliders in the dirt. and just, You know, this going to go right at him. And you know what? I'll tip my cap if you hit the home run because I kind of want you to hit the home run. They're, he's getting 700. He's getting 700. There's no two ways about it. And it's not going to be like, you know, when he needs three more and he's got, the, you know, 13 to 17 games left. I'm saying it now. You know, now he's got seven. Now he's within striking distance. But I said it now for the last two weeks. He's got to get a 700 home run. There's no two ways about it. Uh, they're going to groove it or something's going to happen. And just know he finishes up the last six games of the season with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And at that point, you would think the Cardinals would have everything locked up so he can play every single day if he wants to. But it doesn't even matter. I mean, listen, the guy's on a tear. Uh, why wouldn't you put him in the lineup every single day? But it just doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden, at 42, the guy is hitting home runs like he's 22, like they're going out of style. What are you, what are you kidding me? I mean... Would Major League Baseball ever pop Alex or uh, pop Albert Pujols? No, they they never would. They they there is no way in the world they would ever say, you know what, uh, come pee in a cup here. No way, not happening. That that's the last thing they want, especially after the Fernando Tatis debacle with, with baseball and and the, the, all these players and, and fathers saying that you know baseball screwed things up. There's no way in the world, and I think Pujols knows that, and I think he's probably doing a little something. And and there you go. I mean, how do you you, you can't realistically explain that seven home runs in ten games when he had six all of last year? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Crazy. 
Um, you know, it's not crazy. This is why Jacob DeGrom is the softest player in baseball. All right, this is why. You know, there, there are means to the madness here. There, there really are. I know people think I'm crazy and I just say things or whatever, but, you know, I think Mike Trout is overrated. And I said the same thing about Jacob DeGrom, and we've now seen it now. He begged out. He's no, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't know, but he was removed from the starting spot for tonight's game against the Stankies. You know, and you goofy Met fans who, rightfully so, were ripping and making fun of Noah Syndergaard, who twice begged out of starts against the Mets, once as an angel, now once as a Philadelphia Philly. And you were ripping him and teasing him, saying he was gutless and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then again, rightfully so. But now the tables are turned. Now it's your guy who's begging out of a start, who won't take the ball tonight against the Stankies. He's getting pushed off until tomorrow. What do you think? Hmm. If I'm Jacob DeGrom, you know, and I never won a big game in my life, I could pitch against the Yankees on the road with 45,000 people in the stands, or I could pitch at home against the light-hitting Rockies with 25,000 people in the stands. Hmm. You know what, Skip? I, 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 don't, I don't think I want to go. Yeah, my arm's a little tired. You know, I am coming off an injury. You know what? Uh, let, let, let Ty Walker uh, pitch. Well, he's coming off an injury also. Yeah. Yeah, but I had just a leg injury for him. Who cares? You know, he, he can do it, but I can't do it. I'm the I'm the great Jacob Degrom. You know, I'm, I'm the guy with the two Cy Youngs, even though I didn't win five games those seasons. Uh, you know, and I don't have the guts to go pitch against the Stankies. Give me the Rockies tomorrow. Will you skip? What a joke! What a you know, this is why baseball is baseball, though. You know, you you have so few circumstances in the course of a season in which someone can get excited about a regular season game or a regular season series. You know, these Subway series, especially this year here in New York, pretty big because both teams are good. And so you got a, a decent little spot here where you want to take notice of the game, and the Grom isn't going to take the ball. We saw it last week against the Atlanta Braves, seventh inning, big spot, big series. Buck Showalter comes out to take him out of the game. Does the Grom put up a fight? No, he doesn't. Leaves the game. Mets lose the game. And now, you know, a week later, he's in another big time spot. Face the Yankees, a lot of fun, no big deal. Does he take the ball? Nope. He lets uh, Buck Show Walter take him out of the starting spot. That's why he's the most overrated pitcher in baseball. Well, that's why the guy pitches to lose. That's why the guy never should have won one, let alone two Cy Young Awards. What an absolute joke. That's an absolute joke that he would take himself basically out of that spot tonight against the Yanks. Ridiculous. All right, let's go to our strikeout winners when we come back. Opposite Pick Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 844-843-6879. The toll-free telephone number. Todd Bowles, uh, head coach of the Buccaneers on Brady returning and a couple of other guys coming back from injuries. And then Matt Rule, head coach of Carolina, as they announced that Baker Mayfield will get the start over Sam Darden. No surprise there. Obviously, that, that would have been a major shock had it uh, not been Mayfield. I mean, you did trade for him. Not that he didn't trade for uh, Darnold uh, last year, uh, which is, makes it funny when he says, oh yeah, I believe in him. I believe in him. Well, if you really believed in him, coach, you wouldn't have got 
gotten May Baker Mayfield dead, right? I mean, just say he sucks. We made a mistake. What can I tell you? We, we took a gamble. You know, he was a top 10 pick where we, we thought we were getting a steal, and instead we got, the, you know, a bag of rocks like Charlie Brown on, on uh, Halloween, you know? I mean, it's, it's simple as that. He's not any good. If we could trade him for a bag of bones and not have to pay his salary, they would absolutely take it, right? That would be the question I would ask. This is why I don't cover events anymore. Um, you know, it, it works out nice. When you don't have the guts, you cover these things, and when you get the guts, you don't really cover them anymore. So, I, for me, I would be like, you know what? If I came to you and said, I'll give you a bag of rocks for Sam Darnold, and we'll take all his salary, would you trade him, coach? I'd like to see him squirm out of that, uh, that, that question, you know, because you know the answer is absolutely. Absolutely. The only reason Sam Darnold is on that football team is because they have a guaranteed $18 million or so salary. That's it. He sucks. We all know that. The Jets knew it. Everybody knew it except the Carolina Panthers. So now they bring in Baker Mayfield. So no surprise there. And then Todd Bowles, you know, he, he doesn't sound like, you know, he has that authoritative figure. He's got the look. Boy, I tell you, you look him in the eye, like, you, you know, you, you're going to melt uh, like uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. But when he speaks, oh, yeah, yeah, it's nice to have everybody, you know, he's got a kind of whippish voice, you know. I still think that's weird with Brady stuff. And now you have, uh, did you see this story? Uh, Bucks reporter Rick Stroud, longtime uh, Buck reporter, worked for the uh, Tampa Bay Times. He was on the Dan Patrick show yesterday. And he opened up a little bit of Pandora's box here. He said about Brady's little uh, departure, it's not a vacation. Let's put it that way. Was it necessary for him to be with his family? I think so. Did they have a plan before training camp? Yeah, they would have. I think we'll find out a reason here, whether Brady announces it or it just gets out, that it's personal and he'll talk about it when he's ready to. He insisted, there's something there. Let's put it that way. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, do you know something or are you just speculating? Is this a hunch? Is this a belief? Do you have any proof? Um, you know, I didn't listen to the entire interview. I'm just getting excerpts from it. But, you know, uh, that would have been my next question. Like, well, what makes you say this? Uh, everyone else is reporting it was just a vacation. Why don't you think it was that? And, and why don't, you know, do you know? I mean, listen, you are a longtime Bucks reporter. Don't you have any contacts with the team? Do you have any contacts with the players? Again, as I said a thousand times, all these players have to know. So, you, you know, if you don't think it's a family vacation, well, well, then what makes you think that? And then what is it then? But, you know, do they go that far? No. I mean, well, I, these guys are so afraid. Wow, they brought the Buccaneers a Super Bowl. It's not their first Super Bowl, folks. They, you know, they won one before with John Gruden. I mean, you know, you wouldn't think they would be kissing this guy's ass. Patriot reporters, for all the success he had up in New England, I get it. But Buccaneer reporters, he doesn't owe you anything. He left you basically high and dry. He told the Bucks he really wanted out. If it was up to him, he'd be a Miami Dolphin right now. Why are they protecting him? I, I don't get it. You know, just when you get to talk to him, as they did yesterday, just say, Tom, where were you? Why can't you say? If it's a family vacation, it's a family vacation. If that's it, if your wife runs the roost at the house and you can't play football because the wife wants to go to the Bahamas, just go ahead and say it. Why all the speculation? Why all the, the drama? Why all the intrigue of like, well, what is it? What isn't it? I, I, I don't I don't understand. Don't understand. How about the, the Goofy Lions? They ran a practice yesterday without any coaches. Now, while that may be novel, certainly different, certainly unique, 
Um, but if there ever was a team that probably needed some coaching, I would say it's the Detroit Lions. You know, you, you only have so many bolts in the chamber, as the saying goes, when it comes to these practices. It's not like the old days when you could just practice whatever the heck you want, two days, three days. That's not the case anymore. There are rules and regulations. And I, I don't know, I'm a three and 13 and one football team. I have no direction whatsoever, and I'm running a practice without any coaches. Really? Real, I mean, again, if there was one team that I would choose that would need a coaching staff to be around, it would be the Detroit Lions to me. <laughs> just, but leave it to the Lions to hold a practice without coaches yesterday. They probably got more accomplished uh, that way. All right, 844-843-6879. We got our uh, pitching props 5-1 and one yesterday. 5-1. and one. On top of the 6-0 and on Friday. So whenever you hear the Scandy cappers say, ooh, I'm on 11-1 and run or 10-2 and or 9-0, and right? I mean, because we all go through those streaks. Well, we're in one right now. 11-1 and combined over the last two days of giving these strikeout props here on the radio show. Not bad, not bad. And the only one we lost was the goofy uh, Scherzer one, who, as I mentioned before, ended up with three. But we hit the other five. And we got a, another five-pack of winners for you today. I'll get to those in a second. But uh, let me grab a couple of quick calls here. Dom in East Rochester starts us off on this uh, Tuesday morning. What's going on, Dom? Hey, Scotty. How you doing? Not bad. What's going on? Good. I'll try. I'll try to have a little more energy than John yesterday. What was the matter with him? <laughs> but anyway, listen. I got Yan- I got Yankees and Mets. But uh, let's start out with a little agreement here. I knew at 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 six hundred and eighty five that he was going to hit seven hundred. And the, the the you got the two reasons right on the head. They're not going to test him, and I get it. Scotty, I get it. When Derek Jeter, you know, was in his heyday, they're not going to test Derek Jeter. They don't test uh, um, the kid there, uh, uh, Trout. You know, there's certain people, they don't want to catch him. But also, you knew that these veteran, you knew these veteran pitchers were going to groove the pitches. Come on, what a, they can't wait to be the guy that gives up number seven hundred, you know. And I got no axe to grind with Pujols, but as I told you last week, I think this guy didn't roid throughout his career. He's got rocks in their head. Anyway, I want to do Yankees Mets again. Maybe a little okay. bit of an agreement. You had Stanton and 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 uh, and uh, uh, Degrom. And uh, 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 Showalter, I- I'll clean it up because I, I, I you know, I, your radio station there, they're sissies. They're sissies with a P, if you know what I mean. They're sissies. Right. You know, Stanton, <laughs> he's there last night. Stanton's there last night from rehab, went over six at rehab, and he doesn't play. DeGrom, you know, I knew they were going to pitch Walker if he can. Uh, if he could pitch, but where does the Gram not say, hey, wait a minute, give me the ball. Give me the ball. I want to pitch against the Yankees. I'm the best. And I want to pitch against the Yankees. No, 
That's you know they they don't they don't do it, Scotty. Especially and, Dom. And especially Dom. Knowing let me throw this, Especially knowing that second place Atlanta plays Pittsburgh, and and they figure to win that game. You know, so they know that they're in a spot where if they don't beat the Yankees, they're going to lose another game uh, in the standings, and it's going to be down to two now. So that that's another thing. Like you know, if Atlanta was playing a really good team, well, the ground could maybe reason it off. Well, maybe Atlanta loses anyway. But you you know the Braves are probably going to win that game. So. Yeah, you got to demand the ball. You You just have to demand the ball. And you know, Scotty, I I hate Showalter because when he managed the Yankees, he cost us the World Series. When I say I hate him, I don't know the man. You know what I mean. I hate him sports-wise. But, you know, where does he not step up and say, hey, DeGrom, you're pitching against the Yankees. I'm not going to let these guys beat, beat me two nights in a row. We're better than they are. They're trying to prove that they're better than the Yankees. I mean, there I am as a Yankee fan. You think I'd rather face DeGrom tonight or, or Walker? <laughs> you know, give me Walker, right? You know, but right. uh, it, it's it's just it's just so silly. And, you know, Scotty, very quickly, the last uh, – my manager – Here's why he's a bad manager. Last night, we're leading two to nothing in, in late, late in the game, and that's where you go to defense. And, you know, we dropped the pop-up. I don't know if you noticed know or not. We dropped the pop-up because you got Gonzalez and Cabrera both on the field at the same time, and they let a, drop, a, a pop-up drop between them. Of course, the next guy hits a home run, and all of a sudden it's three to two. We could have lost the damn game. That's where the manager goes defense. But, you know, he's lost too. You know, of course, yeah. I know there's not a lot of guys on the bench. There's not a lot of guys on the bench, but figure it out. But they're figure not going to. somehow. Yeah. Good job, Doc. Appreciate the phone call. 844-843-6879. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils. Get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you six, seven games, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Ah, and I start to the weekend. That's a little four and two yesterday, so we've cut our deficit down to $3,400 if you're a $100 player and you started with us from January 1st on. Sorry, here we go. Uh, seven pack of games. Six yesterday, seven today. All baseball. Gonna start in Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Atlanta running a half against uh, the Pirates. Uh, 11 and 4. Max Freed goes for our, uh, the Atlanta Braves and uh, our favorite whipping boy JT Brubaker and his mere 3 and 10 and ERA over four uh, goes for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, yes, uh, we all know JT's a loser. We, I mean, and the fact that he's coming off his best performance of the season uh, makes us love Atlanta even more this time around. I mean, what are the odds of this stiff having two good shows in a week? I mean, two good outings in a week. Love, 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 love uh, the Atlanta Braves here. <clears throat> 
Give me uh, Pittsburgh plus a run and a half. Pick number two, Philadelphia laying a run and a half versus Cincinnati. Drop down in class again for the Phils. We told you yesterday they are now 13-5 versus losing teams since the All-Star break. Only 5-7 against winning clubs. Have to play Philadelphia. Now they're facing a pitcher uh, in Nick Lodolo who's yet to win a road game all season. No way does he beat the Phillies here. Uh, Give me the Reds, uh, plus one and a half runs. Pick number three, Mets plus 115 versus the Yankees. All right, no Jacob DeGrom tonight. He uh, wimped out and passed it off to Ty Walker. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, Even with the Yankee win, uh, they're still only 5-14 their last 19 games. Mets need to get a split. They're going to get a split somehow, somewhere. That's just how the season has gone for the Mets. Uh, So you want to give me odds with them? Love New York here. Uh, Give it to Yankees, minus the 135. Pick number four, L.A., the Angels, uh, plus 150 versus Tampa Bay. You know what? Angels are live dogs here. Uh, Jose Suarez is pitching. He's not bad. He's given up only three total earned runs over his last five outings, and all those came in his last outing against Red Hot Seattle. No shame in that. Now he gets the light-hitting bats of the Devil Dogs. Love the Angels getting a whopping 150. Uh, Give me Tampa Bay, minus the 170. Pick number five, Astros minus one and a half runs versus Minnesota. Oh, this Twins team is pathetic. They just lost three of four at home to Texas, for goodness sakes. Now they go up against the best team in the American League, maybe in all the baseball. Yeah, good luck. Astros have the second best home record in baseball. Minnesota's three games under 500 on the road. It all points to uh, Houston with Justin Verlander, oh, by the way, on the hill as we bury the lead. Uh, Give me the Twins plus the one and a half runs. Pick number six, Dodgers laying a run and a half versus Milwaukee. Ah, Brewers, you know, they might. They just might have the Dodgers number this year. They won again last night, 4-0. First time the Dodgers have been shut out at home all year. And now Milwaukee's won 4-5 versus L.A. But you know what? I got to see it to believe it. Dodgers are still 43-16, best home record in baseball. Brewers are only two games over 500 on the road. Give them credit for winning last night. They are not beating the Dodgers two in a row in L.A. Uh, Give me the Brewers uh, plus the one and a half runs. Pick number seven, San Diego uh, laying a buck 50 versus Cleveland. Uh, You know, I was going to swear off the Padres after they failed to beat the Nationals by two runs or more over the weekend in four games. But you know what? Changed my mind as Padres starter Mike Clevenger gets the knock against his former Cleveland team that remember ran him out of town. Big scandal. Remember him and and his buddy there going out partying and everything. So uh, big, big uh, chip on Clevenger's shoulder. He did face them in week number one of the season, and he lost, but he pitched fairly well. Uh, I I think he's chomping at the bit to get back at Cleveland. So uh, I love the the Padres here with Clevenger on the hill. Yeah, yeah, give me the uh, Guardians uh, plus the 135. Opposite picks, seven pack, all baseball. Pittsburgh plus a run and a half against Atlanta. Reds plus a run and a half against the Phillies. Stankies minus 135 against the Mets. Uh, Tampa Bay minus uh, 70 against the Angels. Minnesota plus a run and a half against the uh, the uh, Astros. Brewers plus a run and a half against the Dodgers. And the Guardians plus uh, 135 against the San Diego Fathers. Opposite picks for a Tuesday, August 23rd. Good luck, folks. 
All right. As always, we'll post that uh, on the front page of the website. All right. Here are our pyramid plays and pitching props real quickly. Pyramid plays. I think the best baseball bet on the board, Philadelphia, laying a run and a half at home against Cincinnati. Give credit to the Reds. You know, they held up a good fight there for a long, long time. Although they did take two or three from Philadelphia, from Pittsburgh this weekend, but still they're four and nine in their last 13 games, and I think they're done. Phillies, meanwhile, remain red hot. So Phillies laying a run and a half. Uh, no NFL game tonight. WNBA, I love the Liberty plus seven and a half versus Chicago. It's a rare game in which I don't think the Liberty will win outright. They got walloped in game two. Teams always respond in those sports. This is the deciding third game. And his best of uh, three series. Uh, I think the Liberty cover, but probably lose outright. But I think they do cover. Our uh, best pitching prop, well, let me run them down, the ones that we're considering. We have... uh we always go against the Angels, so we're going to start with Corey Kluber at 6.5. He's only 3-13, his last 16 games getting uh, seven strikeouts, but 2-2 two and two his last four. Uh, our boy JT Brubaker uh, versus Atlanta, 5.5. He's had six strikeouts or more in seven of his last nine starts. Put a little star next to him. Uh, we like that one a lot, and we don't say that about JTs too often. Uh, Atlanta, uh, Max Fried against the Pirates. Same game, five and a half. He's one in seven, getting six strikeouts or more his last eight starts, but five and seven, getting six strikeouts or more his last 13 starts. So he's in a little bit of a rut, but the Pirates are the third worst strikeout team in baseball, so we'll go with Freed. Uh, we'll take a flyer on Jose Suarez for the Angels against Tampa Bay, four and a half. He's had five strikeouts or more, six of his last nine. We'll take a flyer on Carlos Rondon, seven and a half against the Tigers. The San Francisco Giant pitcher, uh, seven and six, getting eight strikeouts or more. His last 13 starts. Uh, Dylan Cease of the White Sox, pretty good play today. Six and a half against Baltimore. He's had seven strikeouts or more, nine of his last 13 starts, nine and four. Justin Verlander, only six and a half. This kind of smells of a little uh, Max Scherzer from yesterday. Uh, plus odds, no less, 104. He's had seven strikeouts or more, four and three his last seven starts. We'll throw in uh, two more for the late gamers. We'll go with uh, Tony Gonsolin, five and a half for the Brewers. Uh, against the Brewers, he's uh, five and four, getting six strikeouts. And then uh, same game, Corbin Burns in Milwaukee against the Dodgers. He's six and a half. Um, he's eight and five getting seven strikeouts or more. So, and then, uh, Joey Gallo figures to be in the lineup tonight. So we got a big, uh, big, uh, what is that? An eight pack, nine pack, Kluber, Brubaker, Freed, Suarez, Rondon, Cease, Verlander, Gonsolin, Burns. Nine plays. We hope to go, you know, if we said six and three, okay, but uh, the way we've been going, you know what? A nine and oh is not out of the question. Not out of the question, folks. 844-843-6879. Pyramid plays coming up. First up, Johnny from Manhattan. John, welcome to uh, um, Opposite Picks on Sports Good Radio, John. <laughs> welcome to Tuesday, Scott. You don't know if you're coming or you're yes. going, huh? <laughs> uh, Some of these shows that we do be yeah, between the podcast on the and the show, live. one to three. Um, you know, Donnie, me and Donnie, uh, right side are going to be doing it. I think Donnie, I think we do take phone calls. Yeah, uh, actually. Yes. All right. Well, maybe I'll uh, pollute the airways over there if you'll have me, Scott. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? Scott, you said DeGrom wimped out of his start so he could pitch tomorrow against Colorado. Do you know that game is actually on Thursday, Scott? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's even worse. That's right. They got a day off. You're right. Yeah. Um, so that's even worse for him not to pitch tonight then. So uh, the U.S. government's policy is you cannot come into our country if you're a non-U.S. citizen and you're not, not vaccinated, uh, you know, irrespective of the fact that thousands of people are pouring over our southern border every day, which brings me to Novak Djokovic, or as they, his nickname is Novak Djokovic. Uh, Scott, do you know that he's uh, on FanDuel, duel, you can bet on him to win the U.S. Open, and the U.S. Open has no Novak entered as the, on the player list, so uh, I wonder if there's going to be a surprise coming for uh, allowing him in, but that seems super ridiculous to me, Scott. Please comment. Thank you. Yeah, I, I read that where they, he has to be on. Well, he doesn't have to be, but you know he qualifies for the U.S. Open, so they got to put him on the list, but he's not going to be in the draw. There's going to come a point in time where they got to draw up the draw if you will uh and and he won't be on that so but it is weird i know you got these guys flying over the border no no problem come on over shore vaccine what's that you know what but then you want to be in the u.s open and then you know you do things the right way and then all of a sudden you get the blockage it's crazy uh gary in texas gary welcome to ops picks all right sounds good hey gary good man yeah sounds good man how are you today bud just fine. I, I had a ton of stuff to talk about, but I know we don't have the time. So I'm going to limit it down to two, and I might pollute the airways later because some of mine had to do with uh, the pitcher <laughs> props. But uh, first of all, uh, I wanted to know, you can answer this after I finish the second thing, but uh, why are you not on Sports Grid TV? And I started to think that maybe you look too good for all the other guests, and that wouldn't be too hard to make them look bad. But you can answer that in a minute. But, uh, so uh, I want to mention this before he pitches tonight. And I'm going to actually email you tickets once I go back to my house. Cause I'm, I'm in, I live in Texas, but I have two different houses. So I have tickets for Tony Gonsolin to win the uh, NL Cy Young. I had multiple tickets back when he was 25 and 30 to 1, upwards of $1,000. And my question is, is why on earth is he not lower than even 1,000 to 1? He's 15 and 1. The team is 18 and three when he pitches. Sandy Alcantara is like 11 and five, but more importantly, the team is only 15 and nine when he pitches. And I understand that that you know Gonson only pitched five innings or six innings his first you know 15 starts because they didn't know what he would do. But you know he's he's got to be a little bit low. I want somebody to give me some love because I'm 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 really almost wanting to bet Alcantara, but all I need is for him to mess up two more starts. What do you think about uh, Gonson maybe winning? You know, it's kind of like Urias last year. The same exact thing, Gary. I mean, what did he finish up, 19-3, and three, something goofy like that? And, and I was the only dope that was saying, how come this guy's not getting more consideration for the Cy Young? Um, and there's something weird about that. You know, they just don't buy into Tony Gonsolin or, or, or Tyler Anderson, either, either one. I mean, it makes no sense because they're the best pitchers on the best team, and you would think, you know, they would get a little bit more love, but you know what? They don't have the name credibility. They don't, they don't have the, uh, the Walker Bueller or the Clayton Kershaw. It's like, God forbid we should give a number three or four starter, you know, any kind of credibility because they're going to write them off as well. They're facing the lesser pitcher when they, you know, face these other teams. But these guys, you know, especially in the case of Gonson, you know, his ERA speaks for itself. I mean, his ERA is phenomenal. So he, he's going to end up maybe leading baseball in ERA. You know, he's getting the wins. His team is winning in his starts. 
Yeah, yeah, he needs some kind of crazy performance to put him on the map. It's very weird that he is uh, not getting that much support. Very, I've been bringing it up for the last couple of weeks. All right, we'll close up shop next. Hoppus Pick Sports for Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks. Let us wrap up uh, shop here with some uh, stories and some bets that, that we didn't have time to get to. Oh, by the way, you know, if you believe in the mean, uh, then bet overs in baseball tonight because the under went 8-1 and one yesterday with the only over being the afternoon White Sox uh, game against the Royals so or against the um, – who they lose to? Uh, whoever they lost to, 6-4. to four. So, um, yeah, if you think it's going to go back to the mean, then, then you bet overs tonight because 8-1 and one under uh, – uh, last night. All right, our open parlays. Uh, first up, our Pro Dodgers Anti Nationals parlay. Nats were off last night, so it was no play. Tonight, we're going Dodgers minus a run and a half, plus 146 against Milwaukee. Seattle laying a run and a half, minus 125 against the Nationals. $100 parlay pays us $342. We're 3 and 13, minus 95 bucks. Uh, we're overdue for a winner there. Uh, we did hit with our first leg of the six leg open parlay with Philadelphia last night. We went four. 42 bucks. So now we got 142 to play with. And you know what? Not going to fool around. Let's go right back on the Phillies at home against pathetic Cincinnati uh, with a pitcher who's yet to win on the road all year. So 142 on the Phillies minus the odds will win $66. So don't worry. It's going to get up there. It'll take a little time, but the six teamer that's leg number two, our underdog open parlay. We took a pass yesterday. Didn't play any games. We got 69 bucks to play with. You got to put it on the Mets at plus 114. You know what? Ty Walker will stick at the Jacob DeGroms. You know what? So give me the Mets plus the 114 versus the Stankies. $69 to win $79. Uh, leg number two of our uh, six-team underdog open parlay. That's the one where we use only a quarter of a unit, 25 bucks. Full unit for our purposes uh, is uh, $100. So our pitching numbers, again, in case you missed it, Kluber, Tampa Bay, Brubaker, Atlanta, uh, uh, Pittsburgh, rather, Freed of Atlanta, Suarez, the Angels, Rondon, San Fran, Cease, White Sox, Verlander, Houston, Gonsolin, Dodgers, Burns, Milwaukee. Be careful of the Astros. I've seen them lose three to one games before. I would not bet them, even with Verlander on a hill tonight. Football full circle coming up next. 